Hello guys, and welcome to His Grace Prevails. Today, we are having an amazing conversation with Danielle Ardwin Brown. We're gonna be chatting about vision, the importance of vision for your life, for the life of your family, and even for ministry. We're also gonna talk about the obstacles that sometimes get in our way while we're on our way to pursuing our God-given dreams and visions. This is a conversation that you don't want to miss. So come on in and let's get started. Help me welcome Danielle Ardwin Brown. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? I am doing very well. Thank you. I am so excited to have you on uh, to chat with us tonight about vision. Yes, I'm excited as well. I'm extremely <laughs> excited. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so awesome. Um, I want to uh, give you the opportunity uh, for just a few minutes to tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, hello, I am Danielle Brown. And um, a little bit about me is um, I do a weekly podcast on Facebook and also um, on YouTube titled Deeper with Danielle. Now that page, those pages were developed um, because I just truly, truly believe that people um, can experience the best out of life when they develop a deeper relationship with him. And so that's what all the pages are about. Um, I am married. I'm married to a wonderful man named Sean. I have four beautiful children. Um, I love ministry. I love the word. And um, in my secular career, I am a nurse. All right. Yeah. Ooh, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little bit about me. Okay. Okay. So I got to tell everyone that uh, not only is Danielle a fellow creative of mine, but she is also family. Yes. Um, I am married to her most handsome cousin, <laughs> Ricky. Like and so that makes us family. And so I'm just so excited to have the opportunity to talk with her um, about vision. And then we're going to get into some things that um, is going on in her life and how she overcame some obstacles as well. Uh, I'm just so ready for this conversation because I know that we all have dreams and uh, we all have things that we have envisioned for our lives. And so that's why I'm really excited about this conversation because not only um, do I believe my audience is going to get a lot out of this, but I am looking forward to uh, getting some real good nuggets for myself as well. So let's go ahead and dive in. So we're going to start, I'm going to start with my uh, very first question for Danielle. And I want to ask you, what would your definition of vision look like? Okay, sounds good. I want to start first uh, by reading, because I looked up what vision means. Uh -huh. And I want to read the two definitions that I just got off the internet, Webster Dictionary. Okay. One definition, the state of being able to see. Um, so of course, being able to, um, for someone being able to perceive and interact with the world around them by what they see. The second mm -hmm. definition was quite interesting. It was the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. And so uh, we always, we know what vision means from a biblical perspective. But when I looked this up and I saw the second definition, I was like, wow, mm -hmm. I, I was amazed to see that in the dictionary on Google. But yeah. my definition of what vision is, it's um, when an individual is able to clearly 
see and clearly hear what God has declared for their future to the point um, that they are able to imagine it in their mind as if it has already occur occurred. And so okay. the, what they're able to see is so real to them that they have a sense as if they're actually beholding what God has given them a vision of for their future. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like um, all of those definitions. Um, I, I really like the one that you, you said you found on Google that says the ability to think about our future with imagination. Mm -hmm. um, that that's, that's really key uh, because in order for us to really walk out our visions and really, um, you know, see the, see this in our minds, we have to have imagination. That's correct. And, and, and sometimes our imaginations can take us <laughs> kind of far, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes. But nevertheless, as far as vision is concerned, I agree that we have to have imagination when it comes to when it comes to our vision. So I really do. I like that. I like that definition mm -hmm. a lot. That's right. real good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I want to I want to ask you. Um, I want to talk about the importance of a vision, because I'm going to be honest with you for many, many years. Vision was never it was not even a word in my vocabulary. Mm -hmm. Like I never really thought about vision. I never really envisioned a lot. Um, but just over the last few years, it's it's become, you know, pretty big to me and something that I look forward to at the beginning of every year, like everyone else. Right. Um, so how how important would you say it is to have vision for our lives and even for our family or for those uh, who are in ministry? Right. So, of course, very, very important. It's very important to have a vision. And if we just go back to um, the definitions that we were talking about, um, talking about what vision actually is, it's your ability to be able to behold what God has for you in the future. Mm -hmm. And so what vision does is it gives you a direction um, that you're going in life. You know, we don't have vision. We're just kind of living um aimlessly we we have mm -hmm. no direction that we're going and so it's very important even one of the scriptures that i read that the lord pointed out to me in proverbs 19:21 i want to read that um the amplified uh -huh. version it says my plans are in a man's mind many plans are in a man's mind but it is is the lord's purpose for him that will stand and yeah. um again, something that i can imagine that the lord has given me and so we can come up with many ideas in our mind, but none of them will stand, but God's plan will stand. And most of us want security in life. Most of us want to know what's going to work. We don't, you know, of course, as individuals, as, as human beings, we don't really like to experience failure. Although, you know, there are going to be moments in life where everything doesn't work out perfectly. But right. at the same time, I know that the Lord's plan will stand. Mm -hmm. And so when I have a vision that I am looking at something that is, is, is secure, that is something that's sure. And there aren't many things in our world that's sure, you know what I mean? Yeah. That we can look at and say, oh, this is going to work out. But when God gives me a vision, when I can see something with the imagination of my mind that he has told me that he wants for my life then mm -hmm. I can be, it, it's a, it's a sense of peace because this is something I don't have to worry about. I know that this is going to come through. Right. So it's very, very important. It gives us a hope for our future. 
And mm-hmm. there aren't many things in this world that's giving us hope right now. Right, in right. In order to, to have a sense of hope for everyday living, you can't look at into the world. You can't look at your, at your now because there's nothing that's hopeful out there. But when you can look at the future, the promise, the vision that God has for you, then that gives you a hope. And so right. that hope just sets your course. Um, it helps you to not live an aimless life. And it helps right. you also, one of the things that I like, um, about vision is that it helps you to not live a reckless life. Um, <laughs> it does because when you know that you're created for something great, when you know that you there is something that you're supposed to be doing um, that's greater than you, that God has planned just for you, then you are you are careful with your life and the decisions that you make because you mm-hmm. see that goal in mind, and so. You don't want to live a reckless life when you know that your future holds something so great in life. And so um, I don't know about many people listening today, but for me, having a vision that helped me to make, um, you know, the best decision I can on matters in life, because I realized they can either be beneficial or detrimental to me reaching the goal that plan that God has purpose for my life. Right. And right. um, Right. You know, the vision. I, I, I totally get that. I, I totally, totally get that. Um, and like I said before, you know, for for such a long time, I never just t- thought about vision. And yeah. um, I'm going to be honest with you before I, you know, came to, to the Lord and just really didn't know anything about about Christ. Um, my life was aimless. And so mm-hmm. I was just kind of out there, just wandering aimlessly and, and just kind of living like, okay, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll see what happens, you know, in six months. And never really um, sitting down long enough to realize that my life was important enough that God had a vision for me and that there was work for me to do. There was something that, that God put in me um, from the very beginning that he wanted to carry out in my life. And so it, you're right, it, it, it does give us direction for our life, especially when we're able to tune in to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and, and actually hear what it is that, that God wants us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, we have a lot of plans in our own mind. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes those things come to pass and sometimes they don't. But one thing is, is sure is that when God gives it to us, then we know for sure that that thing's going to be carried out by mm-hmm. by his power and by his grace. So right. yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and there That's aren't beautiful. there aren't many things in this world that sure, you know? Right. And so when you can find something or when God reveals something to you that he has purposed and planned for your life from the foundation of the world, it gives you such a, a, a sense of peace and security, you know, because you can trust mm-hmm. in the father because there are not many things that we can stand on, but we can always stand on his word, his written word, and also the word that he speaks to us. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it, it's so awesome to be able to have, know that you were created for something and that your life is just not, you know, just happenstance. It's just here. No, I have a purpose and God planned me had had planned me um, with greatness in mind. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we know that, you know, once we've heard from God and we've kind of conditioned our life and and head toward uh, that vision that he has for our lives, we know that um, there's going to be obstacles, right? Mm -hmm. 
there are going to be things there's there's sometimes even going to be people that will be a hindrance to to the place that we're trying to get through Mm -hmm. tell us about some obstacles um that uh that maybe you have had some setbacks that you've experienced in pursuit of your vision and how did you overcome those things oh of of course so Thank God for his grace. I'll say that. Yes. Because <laughs> my goodness. Um, yeah, this is not a perfect life. That's why it's called life, you know. Yeah. You learn you and you live. Um, but yes, I have definitely experienced um, some setbacks, some obstacles in pursuit of what God, um, what I could see God wanted for my life. And the main obstacle that I experienced was having too many obligations, me not being able to say no. And becoming Uh so overwhelmed with um, lack of time that I couldn't focus on and pursue what God had shown me that he wanted for my life. Um, And and that that was for me, um, of course, as women. And let, let me just talk to women. We hold so many hats. I am right. one of those women, you know, we, of course, we may have a full-time job. We may work in ministry. We, um, of course, we're parents, we're a mother, and we yes. are, we're maybe taking care of our parents now. I mean, and so many other people need us in the world. <laughs> right, you know, and so right. We have so many hats to fulfill. And one of the things that I realized this year as I begin, as the Lord began to show me what he wanted for my life, he began to just show me how I had to make room. And so mm-hmm. a lot of times um, I did not complete it. And let me just, before I go on, let mm-hmm. me say this, although the obstacle presented itself, the vision remained, you know, um, yes, it did not that. go yes. anywhere. And so yes. the moment that I can get it together through the Holy Spirit, him working on me, revealing to me, I could go right back to the vision. So I don't want anyone to think because many times I had to take this detour, but many times people will say, okay, well, it's too late. Um, I've, mm-hmm. I've missed the mark. You know, there's no use for it now. The time is gone. And if the fire is still burning within your heart, then you have to mm-hmm. remember that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. The vision mm-hmm. still remains. Uh, now, if he's yes. not speaking to you concerning that matter anymore, then maybe he he wants something else for your life. But if it's still there, then the vision still remains. Um, and so going back to your question, one of the things that I had to do was I had to, first of all, decide where I was going to make the room to be able to pursue what God um, had for my life. Because Uh the number one thing that stopped me from pursuing that vision was obligations. I just, Mm -hmm. I just overcommitted myself to too many things. And now I'm just beginning to, again, like we said at the very beginning, when you have a vision, you're able to make decisions on what you're going to pursue, what you're not going to do. Because again, I have this vision in mind that I'm, that I want to reach, not trying to reach that I will reach. And so now I'm just balancing myself. Okay, this may seem like a good opportunity, but Holy Spirit, is this something I should take on right now? If so, then the Mm -hmm. Lord will make room. Um, There are many things that I took on that God didn't tell me to take on. It just looked good. And I just thought, well, maybe we should just go ahead and do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and that wasn't the case. And so um, I am learning um, not to overextend myself. I'm learning through the Holy Spirit when not to, uh, when to say no, I'm learning through the Holy Spirit on what I can trust someone else to do that I can't, that, that I don't have to do. Um, I realized right. one of my issues as well was 
um, me be feeling like I had to do it all. And so that's where many yeah. of my obligations came. Oh, nobody else can do it. I, let me do this. And so right. that was um, an issue of trust. And the Holy Spirit just began to speak to me and say, hey, you need to trust me. And so now yeah. I'm learning to allow other people to do things that I thought that maybe I could only do things like that. Right. And um, that has right. allowed me to um, pursue and continue to pursue what God has called for my life this year. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. Danielle, you're saying so much good stuff. I can't hardly, <laughs> I don't even know where to, to jump in and start because I want to um, just really dig a little bit deeper into um, some of the things that you just said mm -hmm. about the obstacles and the setbacks that you've had to had to deal with. And one of those, uh, one thing you said, you said you had to learn to make room. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, is, is so awesome because a lot of times, just like you said, as women, we are jam packed mm -hmm. with stuff. And, and again, I am like you, I've always been that person who felt like if I didn't do it, it wouldn't get done. Mm -hmm. Or even if I did let somebody do it, they weren't going to do it the right mm -hmm. way or they wouldn't do it the way I would have done mm -hmm. it. And how the Holy Spirit dealt with me with that was um, letting me know that I had this crazy sense of control. Mm -hmm. now, now you're wanting talking. To, <laughs> yeah, wanting to control everything mm -hmm. because I felt like my way was the only way. My way was the right way. And that was something, you know, last year that the Lord really dealt with me about relinquishing control mm -hmm. and not being such a control freak. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, you know, as far as making room, what, what, what you're talking about and saying is that, you know, we have to begin to empty ourselves, I think is what, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm gathering is empty ourselves of things that just they're not even they're not even working mm -hmm. you know or just things that are just in the way mm -hmm. things that we can really do without and just emptying ourselves and making room for God to come in and lead us and guide us in the path that path that he's trying to take us to and teaching us how to say no when we needed to say no. that's right and you know we yeah. have to remember as believers sometimes we just want to stay on the spiritual side but there is a natural yeah. component to things. And so one of the things that um, the Lord told me to do um, last year, towards the end of last year, was he was ready for me. Now, I had been asking God for a mentor, but he had told me, no, no, no. And so finally, he mm -hmm. said, I have someone for you. And one of the things, mm -hmm. um, as we were going over the things that I wanted to accomplish, she had me write out my schedule. And she had me within the schedule um look at my time slots that I was going to use to pursue the vision that God had given me. Mm -hmm. And I was writing my schedule and I was like, okay, well, where I'm going to put it, you know, like, okay, maybe I can do right. it at nine o'clock. Okay. Well, that's not going to work. Cause I have this. I was just looking from every angle and yeah. she showed me, she said, you, you have no room, even if you try, you have no room to put this vision. And sometimes we're just not practical. We're so spiritual that we're not practical. And there are some right. practical things that we have to do, um, even as believers, to reach the goal that God has for us. And that's writing a plan, how we're going to get there, setting a schedule, sticking mm -hmm. to the schedule. What days are you going to um, work on this vision that God has for you to reach? And I right. said, I had no room. And so I had mm. to examine 
okay, what am I going to give up and what am I going to hold on to? You know, and so that that has Mm -hmm. to be a conversation with the Lord, because um, sometimes I don't know. uh, I am um, one of those people. Once I start something, um, if I say I'm going to do it, I don't want to stop doing it. And that's not correct. You know, my friend actually asked me one time. She said, well, Danielle, how how long do you plan on doing something forever? And it just really made me think like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do it forever. Um, But I had to take that to God (laughs) and say, Lord, what should I be doing? What do I need to Mm -hmm. say no to? This is not the season for that. And what do I need to continue on? And so he began to show me the areas. Okay, that is over. You can you can continue with this. And this is how you're going to pursue um, what I have for your life. Yeah. Wow. So I, I, I believe that um, even as believers, we there's a natural component that sometimes we miss because we know that God has this plan for our lives and we're in faith, but it doesn't just appear. It doesn't just mm-hmm. come about. There is a work we do in the natural in cooperation with the Holy Spirit to mm-hmm. actually reach the, the, the actual manifestation of what he has for our life. And there's a natural component that I believe sometimes as believers, we miss out on. We're in faith, but we don't have the work (laughs) part um, to go along with it to actually reach the goal. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So so I know that, um, you know, you and I, we're both in ministry, but everybody's not in Mm -hmm. ministry, Mm -hmm. right? And so people have visions that's outside of ministry. I know you mentioned being spiritual and sometimes we don't get into the practical, Mm -hmm. but let's, let's talk about some practical things as well. So um, there, how, how, how can the woman who is facing her own setback move from forward from, from that setback? And it doesn't have to be again in ministry. It can be a setback from anything. Um, because remember, we're talking about some practical things too. Um, someone may have had a setback from divorce or someone may have had a setback from um, losing a job or, you know, many, many things. But how can she uh, move forward from, from her setback? I believe the first thing is just to recognize that the vision is still there. That's the first thing to know that, you know, that there's still hope that not all hope is gone. It's not too late because as we talked about earlier as well, is that most of the women in those moments of setbacks, they ask themselves the question, you know, well, is it too late? Has the time passed and things like that, whatever they're gone through in life. Um, So I think the first thing is just to recognize that one, the vision is still there. And the moment that you realize that you can begin to take the those steps towards that vision in, in life. Now, depending on um, what the setback is as well, I, I believe in healing through um, counseling. Um, so if someone mm-hmm. needs help outside of just um, their church or, you know, spiritual counseling, whatever it may be, get help. Um, depending on what that setback is. Um, so that is one thing as well. I also say just to be reminded um, of God's love for us. Um, so, I, so I I thought about the word setback and I also thought, thought about when people get into maybe a lifestyle that is they know that's not mm-hmm. pleasing with God. 
and um, they feel unworthy of what they know God wants for their life. And so I look at that as a setback too. Um, And if you consider that, then I would say to that individual, then um, just to find yourself secure in God's love that um, your sins have been paid for by Jesus Christ and that he sees you right through the son of Jesus and that all that he has for your life was not given because of your good works or because of, you know, the the goody good that you do, but it was given based upon his love for you and you can still move forward in that. Um, So there there are many um, answers that we can have in regards to what that setback is, but I would just mainly say, um, just to, to know that it still awaits you and that you can continue to go forward. Um, I want to read this scripture too, John yeah. 10, 27 through 28. I wrote this down. Okay. It says, my sheep, this is very familiar. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So um, if, if you still have that nudging, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be, be for ministry. It doesn't have to be whatever you know it is that you feel that you've been led to do. If that fire, that burning is still on the inside of you, then he is telling you that that vision is still awaiting you and that you can move towards it at any, any moment, you know? So a setback is, is just a temporary delay. It's not, um, it's, it's not the final verdict. It's just a delay. And so all you have to do is begin walking again and you'll reach that place. Just begin, just begin walking again. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And let me tell you why I'm I'm getting like overexcited right now. Um, It kind of goes back to something you said earlier when you were talking about if uh, the fire is still Mm -hmm. burning um, for for that vision. And maybe, yeah, you did take some detours, but you will always, when it's it's God-given, I just believe that it'll always come Mm -hmm. back around. Like that vision will not die. That fire just will not be mm-hmm. extinguished. And I believe that so much because I, I am even seeing that in my own mm-hmm. life right now. Um, you said to recognize that the vision is still mm-hmm. there. Well, not a lot of people know this, but I'm going to put this out there tonight and just tell you this, this little story. Well, um, when I was in junior high school, uh, starting in junior high school, I always wanted to be a professional Mm -hmm. counselor. Like I've always wanted to be a counselor. I've always wanted to work with families um, in the counseling, um, you know, through that window of counseling or, you know, however. And so I've always wanted to do that. Well, I have taken so many detours, (laughs) you know, since, since dreaming about that and wanting that because I always felt like that was something that God put in me. And I've done a lot of things since then, you know, from, you know, owning a daycare center to uh, teaching in the school and just so many things. But I want our audience to know that what Danielle is saying to us is so true, that that vision is always still there. It, it's as long as it's still burning, there's still opportunity mm-hmm. because I am, I'm a college student oh, right wow. now, and I am actually in my second year um, of, of, of college, and I am um, getting my degree as an LPC, and so um, a licensed professional counselor, and so that just never mm-hmm. went away. 
that never ever went away from me. It was always in me, even though I was doing other things and pursuing other things. That vision of that God gave me way back then, it just it would just always come back. It would just always right. rise back up. And finally, two years ago, I figured, you know what, mm -hmm. I'm going for it. And so I totally agree with you that as long as you have a fire and it is still burning on the inside That's of you, right. don't give up. Mm -hmm. And don't throw away, don't throw away what That's God right. put in you. Because if it keeps coming up, then you know it's right. from God. And, 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 if it's, and if it's something that's going to help mm -hmm. people and it's going to further his kingdom, you know that's from God. And so I would say to you to just go for that's it, right. pursue it. Don't throw it away and don't give up on it. That's so right. yeah, I love that. Amen. I love that. And another thing too is, you know, God won't let you down. Um, you know, many of us think right. that, okay. And, and I say, I keep going back to the questions that ring in our mind because these questions, this is what the enemy taunts us with. Um, when there has been a delay, mm -hmm. if you can think about that, the question that mainly comes up in your mind is, is it too late? That's the main question that comes up. Or right. am I too old? <laughs> Especially for women. Those who right. think this is yeah. too late or am yeah. I too old? I mean, he <laughs> knows where to get us, you know? Oh, I know. And so, <laughs> and, and I just, you know, Jeremiah 29 and 11, another familiar scripture God's thoughts towards us are thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give us an expected end. So he is not going mm -hmm. to lead you down a path only to bring you to failure. He's not going to do that. Right. That, and that is right. the security that we have in him. God, if you said this, the expected end has to be good. The expected end is not evil. So you can trust Right. In what he's put on the inside of you, knowing that you're going to have a good and expected end. And you just you just rebuke those thoughts that are coming into your mind that's telling you you're too old, that's telling <laughs> you that the time has passed, that's telling you you're not smart enough, yes. that's telling you you don't know enough, you don't have enough, just all kinds of uh, not enough. You are enough. Right, right. And that's so that is so hilarious. That's so funny because that is the question that continually mm -hmm. would come up in my mind. Just what mm -hmm. you said, you're mm -hmm. too old now. You're too mm -hmm. old, you know, you're just but, too old for this. Mm -hmm. and, and I tell you my first semester going back, I would sit in class. This was before the whole pandemic when we were mm -hmm. actually in class. And I would sit in there, Danielle, with mm -hmm. these young kids. And I would just think, oh, mm -hmm. they just so silly. Lord, I just can't deal with these kids. And the enemy would say, that's because mm -hmm. you're too old to be mm -hmm. in here. Mm -hmm. your nerves bad you can't you that's mm -hmm. why they get on your nerves mm -hmm. because you're too old and I would yes. have to fight all of those, those thoughts yeah um, yes. attacks those yes that was would attack my mind telling me that my time had passed I should have done it this mm -hmm. many years ago and you know now you know you're too old and you're too far gone and you know, whatever. And so those are just those things that we have to constantly mm -hmm. combat against because if if the enemy can you know make us believe mm -hmm. those lies we will absolutely step back mm -hmm. from what god calls and, us to do and one thing that i am learning um and just keep telling myself you know god is so gracious he sits outside of time we have to also keep in mind that he has taken into account all of our detours and i remind myself i'm right, right. on time 
I, 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 I am, <laughs> I am right on time. Enemy, you, you keep telling me that I'm, I'm, I'm late. I'm past my time. I'm too old. I'm right on time, right where he wants me to be. Because guess what? He accounted for all of this. He accounted for all this and he knew where and when I would would take hold of this vision and actually begin to run with it. He knew, he knew. So right on time. That's Mm -hmm. so good. (laughs) Oh, that's Mm -hmm. good. That's good. So, so what about, what about the woman who, um, who knows that she has a call on her life? She, she knows this. I mean, Mm -hmm. she feels the tug of Holy Spirit. She knows what the Lord has spoken to her. She knows the promises that God has given her. And she knows that she has a call on her life, right? But she doesn't exactly know how to nurture that gift or that call, uh, or she doesn't know how to navigate it because it's so mm-hmm. uncharted for her. It's it's a way that she's never gone before. She doesn't have maybe the right connections or maybe she um she's not in the right community or whatever it may be how how what would you tell her what would you tell her how to nurture and to navigate through okay. those uncharted well, waters well welcome to the club i'll say first right because <laughs> i think that's all of our lives you know we are all in uncharted yeah. waters in uncharted territory but let me let on a serious note yeah. now, but let me first say that you have to ask the Lord. You have to have a plan tailored to your life. And I say that because, um, and I'm going to give you um, some of the things that the Lord had me to do, but often what we do is um, we hear what others do for their life to be able to navigate those uncharted waters, uncharted charted territories. And we try to take that blueprint and apply mm-hmm. it to our lives. And not all the time that it works. God has um, a, a tailored plan for you. And if there is anything that I can tell you to do, it is to spend intimate time with the Lord, to be able to know his voice, that he can lead and guide you every step of the way. Um, because it's going to be a plan, mm-hmm. not like anybody's and not, not ta- it, it can it look very similar, but it has to be tailored to your specific life. And I want to give this example. When the Lord mm-hmm. first called me to ministry and I had no idea, and this is just my calling, of course, whatever your calling may be, I want you to think about this. My, my first question to God right. was, well, you know, I, whose church am I going to preach in? Nobody knows me. Nobody knows, you know, how am I going to preach? Right. And the Lord told me one day, just, just very clearly, just go live. And, and I did not know that that Mm -hmm. is how he would prepare me go live on social media. And what I did not realize the moment Uh I hit that live button, girl, my finger was shaking. I I actually felt like I was before (laughs) congregation. And he told me that he was going to use that as training ground for me. Now I, I couldn't have gotten that from anybody else. Now, just to just to right. um, go on with the story is my pastor actually saw me preaching on social media and said, I didn't know you can preach. And he began wow. to ask me to preach on Wednesdays, then preach on Sundays. And he said, then I want you to uh-huh. go to ministry school. I want to ordain you. All that came from me preaching live on social uh-huh. media. Now that's a thing. Wow. Now, and <laughs> that's one amazing. of the things I was asking the Lord for, because God, I don't know what to do. I need a mentor. Lord, give me, give me someone. Now mentors are great. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have one, but God will tell you when to get a mentor in, in, in your season of life. 
And I was asking, Lord, I need someone. I need someone. Right. And the Lord was showing me that he was the one that he, he wanted to guide me. And he sent someone my way. Mm-hmm. And when he sent that person my way, the only reason why the Lord told me that it was now time for a mentor is because he told, this is the specific words he gave me, where I'm taking you next, you need someone to help you along the way. And that's when I really, when he yeah. showed me the person that was going to help me along this journey in life. So I say that to uh-huh. say, all that to say is it's going to be an intimate relationship with the Lord that will give you the wisdom needed to navigate those waters that you've never been in before. You can listen to me. You can listen to other wow. people. They can give you their plan, but that plan is not tailored to you. That's a good plan for them. That plan worked for them, but it may not work for you. God has the plan specifically for you. And the main thing that I can tell you is that your relationship with God, the time that you spend with him is going to be vital when you want to know how to do something in um, an area that you've never done before. You can look at all the YouTube videos. They're good. Right. But again, that's still not a plan for you. God has a great plan for you. It's a blueprint. It's specifically for you. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Man, that you hit it right there. That is so, so good. Because, you know, a lot of time um, as women, you know, we yes. will look at others and we will try mm-hmm. to, to to mold and uh, mold ourselves mm-hmm. according to what they're doing or, you know, what platforms they're mm-hmm. using or, or what have you. But guess what? If that's not where God sent you, mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to work anyway. If, if, if God didn't, you know, tailor make that for you, mm-hmm. that message, um, then it's probably not going to, you're probably mm-hmm. not going to be able to follow through with it. So that's really important that we know what God has tailor made for each one of us Mm -hmm. and then just follow after that's right follow after that plan so yeah that's that's good I have this I have this quote on my wall that I want to to read it's just glaring at me right now and it says you can't seek opinions Mm -hmm. when it comes to vision I totally agree um totally agree you can let me just say this I totally totally agree with that When it comes to what God wants me to do, there is no question, hands down. I don't need to know somebody's opinion if I should or should not do it. Now, and how I get there, um, I may use a team of people in what I feel that the Holy Spirit wants me to do to address those um, ideas on how to get to that vision. Okay, so example, are we going to do it? A way, B way, or C way. And you tell me why out of all these three ways. Then Mm -hmm. I take that to the Lord. Okay, God, here are the three ways we have. You know, you know. And so, but I I may get a a recommendation in regards to those areas, but the vision, no. Nobody tells me besides the Lord. I totally agree. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I love that. I love that quote. I I made sure Mm -hmm. that I I read that quote every day um, because it rings so true. Um, And something, you know, even about vision that I'm learning for myself is that I don't Mm -mm. know, I don't have to know everything right now. I don't have to know um, step A, B, C, and D and what order it's going to come and how it's going to happen and how God's going to manifest. I don't have to know Mm -hmm. everything right now. But what I do Mm want to do is to challenge myself. I want to challenge myself um, enough to, to help that vision come to pass in my life. But as far as, 
you know, saying, well, I'll That's do right. it when my money is right. You know, I'll do mm-hmm. it when I have the right people in my corner or I'll do it, you know, when I'm such and such age or at, mm-hmm. when I get married, I'll be able to do that. And so we have to be careful not to put these types of um, stipulations on ourselves, you know, when it comes to vision, waiting until the perfect moment. Because I'm going to tell you, there's probably one. not going to be one. <laughs> yeah. Things, things don't ever just mm-hmm. line up just exactly the way that we want them to. So uh, if there's any, you know, women listening and you're waiting for that perfect moment before mm-hmm. you pursue what God has for you, I'm telling you, just go ahead and step out now because that perfect moment is, is probably right. not going to come. And that's, and that's where our faith comes in. That's when we learn how to trust God. When God, I'm doing this afraid, like you, like you were saying earlier, you stepped out, you were afraid mm-hmm. to do live, right? We step out. And that's where our faith comes into play, when we can just go ahead and step out and say, okay, God, I don't really know a that's lot right. about this, but I trust you. And I want to add to that too, Michelle, yeah. that, yeah. you know, the way that you get mm-hmm. to what God has for your life is not a perfect path. So um, what we have to keep in mind right. is that sometimes we may make a decision and it looks like failure. Okay. We see the vision, but to get to that vision, we have mm-hmm. to make a decision in regards to something. And that decision doesn't work out right. right. The vision still remains. We have to be, we have to be cautious about things not working out as planned, looking as if the vision has failed. The vision will not fail. The vision remains. Right. Now the plan, the how to get there may change quite frequently, actually. You know, you may have knowledge of something and mm-hmm. um, or may not have knowledge at something when you made a decision on how you're going to get to that vision. And then as you continue on, you receive more knowledge and realize you need to take another way. Okay. So we, we have to be also right. just mindful right. that okay, if this plan didn't work out, that doesn't mean that the vision has failed. That just means that that route, okay, wasn't all, and I'm learning. That's what life is about. Sometimes we we don't yeah. want to experience life, but that is life. When we, when things, when we learn from mistakes, you know, we look at mistakes in such a negative light. We don't want to make them. And no, no one is trying to make mistakes, but they're there to learn from. Sometimes we prohibit from walking forward because right. we don't want to make a mistake. Okay, well, th- that's life. That's life. And if we could go ahead and take hold of the fact that, yeah, Yeah. I'm going to make a few mistakes. But again, the vision remains. All I do is learn from the mistake, take another way that that I feel like the Lord is leading me to get there. Just don't stop. Keep the momentum going. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Just don't stop. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So. Man, you've given us so much good stuff, Danielle, and I so appreciate you for coming on and having this conversation with us. And um, what I'm going to do uh, for for the audience is I'm going to put your uh, information in in the show notes so that those of you who want to listen to Danielle on Deeper with Danielle, then I'm going to put that information in our show notes so that way people will know how to um, connect with you. Okay. And so... Also, um, before I let you go, because this has been so good, and I know that we probably could talk another hour, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, about this because it's just such good stuff. But before I let you go, mm-hmm. I want to just have a little fun with you. 
And I want you to tell tell the audience what makes you laugh. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not talking about giggle, okay? I'm talking about what is that thing that just makes you have that Mm. good old gut belly laugh? Mm. What is that? I would say... uh... My 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 children keep me laughing with their their soul. Oh my goodness, over the and um, but but good good clean, uh-huh. kind of hard to find it these days. But I would say good clean comedy, good yeah. Kev on stage keep me rolling. <laughs> yes, yes. So good clean. I yeah. like good yeah. clean comedy. That 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 gives me a good laugh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. A good laugh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I like, I love comedy too. If you can right, find exactly. some that, that's that what don't make clean your comedy. Hurt, you know, but <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> clean. Yeah. So on, on a more, on a more serious note, I want to ask you, how have you seen God's grace displayed most in your life? How have I seen God's grace displayed most in my life? Um, I would say, <clears throat> Mm-hmm. By giving me another opportunity to go for something that I thought I could never do. Um, you know, sometimes you can be so hard on yourself. You could be so, so hard on yourself mm-hmm. for what you didn't get right or what you didn't do right. And I was really a person who was very, very critical and very, very hard on myself. Very, very hard. And um, yeah. I have seen just his grace in, of course, Christ of what he did for us. I have received grace to be able mm-hmm. to just go forward, you know, just just truly, truly go forward. And wow. um and really take hold of what I can see mentally, which we've been talking about vision without feeling condemned or mm-hmm. without feeling that I've missed it or, or without feeling that, you know, I, I can't do it. And I've seen his, his grace there. I've seen right. his grace um, with my parenting. Um, I've definitely yeah, yeah. Um, just experienced overwhelming um, grace with with parenting um not knowing what to do but god's goodness is always there he's always his wisdom is always there to lead me i've experienced it you know really really there and Mm -hmm. um in my relationship with my husband um so yeah yeah definitely experienced it there as well yeah yeah and that's and that's what grace does for us. All of that, all of that that you mentioned, just uh, just giving us favor in places that we just, mm-hmm. you know, we really don't know what we're doing, you know, um, and just gracing us through just some really hard hard places sometimes in our mm-hmm. lives. And that's what God's grace is all about. So, um, thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for coming on His Grace Prevails and and chatting with us about vision. Um, I believe that a lot of people are going to be helped and encouraged uh, through this conversation. And I can't wait to get it out there so that people can um, can experience, you know, what I've experienced here with you tonight. So thank you again 
for coming on. And um, this is what I tell everyone all the time that my prayer for you is that God's grace would prevail over your entire life. And so I pray his grace will prevail over um, just not your life, thank but the you. life of and your I'm, family I'm a, Thank as you, well. Michelle, for having me on too. And I, I pray the same for you, that you experience an abundance of his goodness and his grace in your life and your, your family's life. Thank you. Wow, what an amazing conversation with Danielle. I hope that you were encouraged and that you were able to grab hold to some of those nuggets that she shared with us. One of the things that she talked about was um, making room. And so um, sometimes that means learning to say no when we need to say no. So that definitely is a nugget that I am going to hold on to um, because that would benefit all of us is saying no when we need to say no and not over obligating ourselves. So thank you. Thank you for joining us for His Grace Prevails. And my prayer for you as always is that God's grace would prevail over your entire life.